إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد so we're in the section now where the author says وَالْرِضَى بِقَضَاءِ اللَّهِ وَالصَّبْرُ عَلَى حُكْمِ اللَّهِ وَالْإِيمَانُ بِمَا قَالَ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلْ وَالْإِيمَانُ بِأَقْدَارِ اللَّهِ كُلِّهَا خَيْرِهَا وَشَرِّهَا حُلْوِهَا وَمُرِّهَا قَدْ عَلِمَ اللَّهُ مَا الْعِبَادُ عَامِلُونَ وَإِلَى مَا هُمْ صَائِرُونَ لَا يَخْرُجُونَ مِنْ عِلْمِ اللَّهِ وَلَا يَكُونُوا فِي الْأَرَضِينَ وَلَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ إِلَّا مَا عَلِمَ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلْ وَتَعْلَمْ أَنَّ مَا أَصَابَكَ لَمْ يَكُنْ لِيُخْطِئَكَ وَمَا أَخْطَأَكَ لَمْ نَعَمْ تَعْلَمْ أَنَّ مَا أَصَابَكَ لَمْ يَكُنْ لِيُخْطِئُكَ وَمَا أَخْطَأَكَ لَمْ يَكُنْ لِيُصِيبَكَ وَلَا خَالِقَ مَعَ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ Here الإمام البربهاري now says that from the position of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah is to be pleased with the decree of Allah, to have patience with the judgment of Allah, to believe in whatever Allah the Mighty and Majestic has said, and to believe in all that Allah has pre-decreed, the good and the bad, and the sweet and the bitter. Allah knew what the servants were going to do, and to where they were heading. They cannot escape the knowledge of Allah. There is nothing in the earths or in the heavens except that Allah the Most High knows it. You should know that whatever befalls you was never going to miss you. And whatever you missed was never going to befall you. There is no creator besides Allah, the mighty and majestic. So here now, Ash-Sheikh Rabi'ah says regarding this particular topic, مِنْ أُصُولِ الْإِيمَانِ الَّتِي جَاءَتْ فِي كِتَابِ اللَّهِ وَسُنَّةِ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ وَسَارَ عَلَيْهَا السَّلَفُ الصَّالِحُ مُخَالِفِينَ فِي ذَلِكَ مَنْ خَالَفَ مِنْ أَهْلِ الْبِدَعِ مِنْ تِلْكُمُ الْأُصُولِ الْإِيمَانُ بِالْقَضَاءِ وَالْقَدْرِ so from the principles of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah, from the principles of Iman, which have come in the Qur'an and the Sunnah, and that which the Salaf of this Ummah tread upon, is from those principles, the Iman in the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wrote down the decree of all of that which was to occur, 50,000 years before the creation of creation. كَتَبَ مَقَادِيرَ الْخَلْقِ قَبْلَ أَنْ يَخْلُقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ بِخَمْسِينَ أَلْفَ سَنَةِ That Allah wrote down all of that which will occur 50,000 years before the creation of the heavens and the earth. So everything is known to Allah. And we already mentioned that before. Regarding the decree of Allah. Allah knows every single thing which is to happen. When Allah created the pen, Allah said to the pen, write. The pen said, what shall I write? 
قَالُوا اكْتُبْ كُلَّ مَا هُوَ كَائِنٌ إِلَى يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ Write down everything which will occur until the day of judgment. In the other narration, كَتَبَ اللَّهُ مَقَادِيرَ الْخَلَائِقِ قَبْلَ أَنْ يَخْلُقَ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضَ بِخَمْسِينَ أَلْفَ سَنَةِ That Allah wrote down all of the decree, all of the decree for the creation before the creation of the heavens and the earth by 50,000 years. So Allah knows about all of the decree. And in fact, as we said, from the pillars of your iman in the decree, the first aspect is ilmullah. The fact that the knowledge of Allah encompasses everything, past, present and future. Even those things that did not occur, do not occur. Had they occurred, then Allah knows how they would have occurred. Such is the knowledge of Allah that encompasses every affair. Then here now, the author continues to mention, وَالصَّبْرُ عَلَىٰ حُكْمِ اللَّهِ So if you now know this belief, this iman in the decree of Allah, and that Allah's knowledge encompasses everything, and that all of that is written down in the preserved tablet, 50,000 years even before the creation of the heavens and the earth, it was all written down what was going to happen till the day of judgment. And that all of that decree, it only occurs by the will of Allah. Nothing can occur without the will of Allah for it to occur. مَا شَاءَ اللَّهُ كَانْ وَمَا لَمْ يَشَأْ لَمْ يَكُنْ Whatever Allah wills occurs, and whatever Allah does not will, then it does not occur. And then the fourth aspect, that Allah creates the affairs of this decree. So when a person knows that, then he should also understand that he is required to have patience upon the decree. Patience upon the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As-sabru ala hukmillah. To have patience upon the ruling of Allah, upon that which Allah decrees. Whether that is what Allah decrees Islamically, meaning that there are certain obligations upon you, there are certain rights upon you, that you must abide by, in terms of the obedience to Allah, then you are patient upon that, and you fulfill those rights and obligations upon you, the prayer five times a day, the zakat, the hajj, the fasting, all of the various obligations that are upon you, that Allah has decreed upon you, in terms of the sharia, then you abide and you oblige by them and you fulfill those obligations without feeling that this is a burden upon you or without losing patience. Rather, you remain patient upon the decree of Allah in terms of the legislation, what is upon you to abide by. Similarly, you remain patient upon the decree of Allah in regards to the creation, in terms of the various things which occur to you, in your health, and in terms of your wealth, and in terms of your family and your children, maybe somebody dies, all of these various things which occur with regards to your physical well-being and your health, maybe you become ill or a disease overcomes you, or perhaps in terms of your wealth, that you lose some of your money and your possessions, or in terms of a deceased 
within your family, that a death occurs within your family, these various affairs that Allah decrees, then you must be patient upon them. As-sabru ala hukmillah ay ash-shari wal qadri al-kawni was-sabru ala hukmillah min al-iman al-nashi' an al-iman bil-qadr and having patience upon the decree of Allah then that is something which emanates and it arises from your iman in the decree this is something which is a result of your iman in the decree you have iman in the decree al-imanu biqadarillah the iman in the decree of Allah so from that emanates or comes from that this patience that you then have upon the decree of Allah فَالْمُؤْمِنُ Shaykh Rabia says حَفِظَهُ اللَّهِ فَالْمُؤْمِنُ يَسْبِرُ عَلَى حُكْمِ اللَّهِ لِأَنَّهُ يَعْلَمُ أَنَّ اللَّهَ كَتَبَ عَلَيْهِ هَذَا الْأَمْرِ خَيْرًا كَانَ أَوْ فَيَسْبِرُ عَلَى حُكْمِ اللَّهِ شَرْعِي So the believer, he is patient upon the decree of Allah. He is patient upon the decree of Allah. And he knows that indeed whatever Allah has written upon him, from the good or from the bad, then all of that is from the decree of Allah upon him. فَيَسْبِرُ عَلَى حُكْمِ اللَّهِ شَرْعِي and so he is patient upon the command of Allah, the decree of Allah in terms of the legislation also. فَيُؤَدِّ الْفَرَائِدَ الْمَطْلُوبَةِ وَالْأُمُورَ الْمَشْرُوعَةِ مِنْ نَوَافِ الْوَوَاجِبَاتِ And so a person is also patient upon the decree of Allah in regards to the legislation. So you fulfill the obligations upon you and you try to carry out as many of the sunnah acts and the nawafil that Allah has decreed and prescribed. That is from your patience upon the decree of Allah in terms of the legislation. As for the other one that we mentioned, your patience upon the decree of Allah in terms of the creation, in your wealth and your health and the well-being and various affairs that occur in your worldly affairs, then you are patient upon whatever occurs, knowing that it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that has written this for you. وَمِنَ الْإِيمَانِ بِاللَّهِ وَمَلَائِكَتِهِ وَكُتُبِهِ وَرُسُلِهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَالْقَدْرِ خَيْرِهِ وَشَرِّهِ وَمِنْ إِقَامَةِ الصَّلَاةِ وَإِيتَاءِ الزَّكَاةِ وَالْقِيَامِ بِالصِّيَامِ وَالْحَجِّ وَبِرِّ الْوَالِدَيْنِ وَصِلَةِ الْأَرْحَامِ وَالْأَمْرِ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَالنَّهْيَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ وَالْآيَاتِ وَالْأَحَادِيثِ بِهَذِهِ الْأُمُورِ كَثِيرَةٌ يُؤَدِّي كُلُّ ذَلِكَ عَلَى مَا شَرَعَ اللَّهُ تَبَارَكَ وَتَعَالَى عَلَى لِسَانِ رَسُولِهِ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ وَيَصْبِرْ عَلَىٰ أَقْدَارِ اللَّهِ مِنَ الْفَقْرِ وَالْأَمْرَاضِ وَالْمَوْتِ So a person from his iman, from his iman is, from his iman in Allah and in, in the angels of Allah and the books of Allah and the messengers of Allah and the day of judgment and the decree it's good and it's bad the establishment of the prayer and the giving of the zakat and the fasting and the hajj and the righteousness to the parents and the ties of kinship and enjoining the good and forbidding the evil. Many ayat, many ayat and ahadith which talk about this affair. There are many mentioned regarding this. So a person, he fulfills all of that. يُؤَدِّي كُلَّ ذَلِكَ He fulfills all of that in accordance to what Allah has prescribed. 
على ما شرع الله تبارك وتعالى على لسان رسوله عليه الصلاة والسلام so he is patient upon all of that legislation in terms of the obediences in terms of those things mentioned there and others establishing the prayer giving the zakat the fasting the hajj the righteousness to the parents the ties of kinship the enjoining the good and forbidding the evil a person he fulfills all of these affairs they are from the decree of Allah in terms of the legislation and the rights upon you to fulfill and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has also mentioned in the Quran regarding the decree in terms of the creational affairs so Allah mentioned وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعِ وَنَقْصٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنْفُسِ وَثَمَرَاتِ وَبَشِّرُ الصَّابِرِينَ that we will test you with something from fear and hunger and from a loss of wealth and in of yourselves and your fruits وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ so glad tidings to those who are patient at the times when difficulty arises whether it is in their health illnesses and diseases or whether it is in your money your wealth poverty arises upon you or whether it is other than that from the affairs of hunger or fear then Allah says وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ give glad tidings to those who are patient when these times they occur to them then Allah also mentioned مَا أَصَابَ مِن مُصِيبَةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ وَلَا فِي أَنفُسِكُمْ إِلَّا فِي كِتَابٍ مِّنْ قَبْلِ أَنْ نَبْرَأَهَا إِنَّ ذَلِكَ عَلَى اللَّهِ يَسِيرٌ That there is nothing which occurs to you from any calamity upon the earth or in of yourselves except that it is in the book. Meaning it is written down in the preserved tablet before it was even created. Meaning before that decree occurred it was already written down in the preserved tablet that it was to occur. Inna dhalika ala yaseer. Indeed, that is easy upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are different levels of patience with regards to the decree of Allah. There are different levels of patience with regards to the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A'la مِنْ مَرْتَبَةِ الصَّبْرِ مَرْتَبَةُ الرِّضَى بِقَضَاءِ اللَّهِ وَهِيَ مَرْتَبَةٌ عَظِيمَةٌ وَمُسْتَحَبَّةٌ A level which is greater than the level of patience itself, a level which is greater, higher than the level of patience itself, is the level of being satisfied and content with the decree of Allah. Not just being patient, but actually being pleased and satisfied and happy with the decree of Allah, whatever occurs to you. Knowing that this is from the decree of Allah upon you. So you are happy and you're pleased with whatever the decree of Allah is upon you. You're happy and you're pleased and you're satisfied with that. So that is the highest level. But then the patience itself, there are three different types. The scholars, they mention that patience, it is required, it is needed in three different ways. أَمَّا الصَّبْرِ فَهُوَ حَبْسُ النَّفْسِ لِأَجْلِ اللَّهِ وَهُوَ أَمْرٌ وَاجِبٌ وَاللَّهُ يُحِبُّ الصَّابِرِينَ 
Patience is to restrict yourself for the sake of Allah. And it is something that is an obligation upon you. And Allah indeed loves those who are patient. From the three levels of patience are As-sabru ala aqdarillah Patience upon the decrees of Allah. Patience upon what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed upon you. وَالصَّبْرُ عَلَىٰ طَاعَةِ اللَّهِ Patience upon the obedience to Allah. Worshipping Allah. It requires patience. Praying five times a day. Waking up early for the Fajr prayer. Praying the Isha prayer late. Those prayers and other than that, from the obediences that you have to do to Allah, for the sake of Allah, then they require a person to be patient to carry out those various acts of obedience and worship to Allah. You have to keep yourself patient to carry on doing it. The person who is not patient, he loses his patience, then that is the type of person who will lose his worship. He will end up missing the prayers. He will end up missing other obligations upon him. He loses his patience upon it. So that is not something that should be done. Rather, a person is required, required to remain patient upon the obedience and the worship of Allah. Then also, as-sabru an an ma'asillah, to be patient, to restrict yourself and to control yourself from committing sins. It requires patience from a person to stop himself from committing sins. A person who does not have the patience then he will go ahead and commit the sins. He will go ahead and drink the alcohol. He will go ahead and steal. He will go ahead and perform all types of sins if he cannot control himself and remain patient. So another type of patience is patience from sinning, stopping yourself from sinning. Qawlul Mu'allif, then the author he says, وَالْإِيمَانُ بِمَا قَالَ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلَ And to have iman in what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said. And what is it that Allah has said? الْقُرْآنُ مِنْ قَوْلِ اللَّهِ The Qur'an is from the statements of Allah, from the speech of Allah. We've mentioned that before many times. The Qur'an is not created. It is the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَالْقُرْآنُ مِنْ قَوْلِ اللَّهِ وَالْكُتُبُ كُلُّهَا مِنْ قَوْلِ اللَّهِ الكتب يعني التوراة والإنجيل والقرآن والزبور والصحف إبراهيم وموسى كل هذه الكتب من كلام الله عز وجل. So the books, all of them are from the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَمَا أَوْحَى إِلَىٰ أَنْبِيَائِهِ مَا أَوْحَى إِلَىٰ أَنْبِيَائِهِ كُلُّهَا مِنْ قَوْلِ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ And that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to his prophets, all of that is from the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. لكن الشيخ ربيع, he says, ما أدري هنا يقول بما قال الله يعني الإيمان بما قال الله أو بما قضى الله يعني حصل تصحيف وكله حق 
سواء كان كتبه المؤلف هكذا المؤلف هكذا أو حصل تصحيف سواء كان كتبه المؤلف هكذا أو حصل تصحيف فإنه حق الشيخ ربيع says that maybe this particular sentence what was actually meant by the author what he actually wrote was الإيمان بما قضى الله to have iman in what Allah has decreed and maybe there was an error when one of the people was writing up the book and he wrote بِمَا قَالَ اللَّهِ instead to have iman in that which Allah has said both of it is true anyway to have iman in what Allah said the Quran, the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or to have iman in what Allah decreed both of the meanings are correct then قَالَ الْمُؤَلِّفِ the author says الْإِيمَانُ بِمَا الْإِيمَانُ بِأَقْدَارِ اللَّهِ كُلِّهَا خَيْرِهَا وَشَرِّهَا وَحُلْوِهَا وَمُرِّهَا to have iman in the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all of it it's good, it's bad the sweet of it and the bitter of it what is sweet from it and what is bitter from it to have iman in all of that كما في الحديث الذي ذكرناه سابقا there was the narration that was already mentioned previously وكما في الآيات وغيرها فيؤمن بذلك وأنها بتقدير الله وأن الله علمها وقدرها وحدد آجالها وأوقاتها سبحانه وتعالى خيرا كان أو شرا so a person he believes that all of the affairs that occur it is by the decree of Allah whether it is something good or bad something sweet to you something bitter to you all of what occurs in the decree of Allah then it is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah knew that and Allah decreed that and Allah created that so a person he has iman in all of that لا يحدث في هذا الكون شيء إلا بعلم الله وقدرته وإرادته ومشيئته خلافا للمجوس وخلافا لمن شابههم من فرق هذه الأمة القدرية So all of that which occurs and comes about in this creation it is by the knowledge of Allah and by the ability and the power and the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is in opposition to the majus and the qadariya and those types of people who claim that there are other creators besides Allah they claim that there are other creators besides Allah or they have an aqeedah which indicates that there are other creators besides Allah فَإِنَّهُمْ يَقُولُونَ الْقَدَرِيَّةُ They say that the people, they create their own actions. The people, they create their own actions. However, we know that Allah is the creator of everything. We know that Allah is the creator of everything, not that the humans, they create their own actions. فَاللَّهُ خَالِقُ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ قال تعالى اللَّهُ خَالِقُ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ وَهُوَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ وَكِيلٍ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the creator of everything. He is the creator of everything. خَالِقُ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ So this, it opposes the false aqeedah of the qadariyah who believe that the people they can create 
their own actions, they create their own affairs. And similarly, it is in opposition to the Jabariya, those people who believe that we have no ability to do anything, that we are simply feathers in the wind, flying in whatever direction the wind takes us. So bear in mind, with regards to the decree, there are two main groups. With regards to the decree, there are two main groups. Those two main groups are the Qadariya and the Jabariya. The Qadariya, they believe that, or the extreme Qadariya, Ghulatul Qadariya, they used to believe that Allah's knowledge does not encompass everything. That it was not written down in the tablet. That it is not by the will of Allah. It is not created by Allah. The all four levels of the decree they had an issue with. But the later Qadariya, they accepted that Allah's knowledge encompasses everything and that it is written down. But they still had an issue with Allah willing and creating these affairs. They still believe that it is us, the humans, who create their own actions. We are not the creators of this affair, rather it is Allah. On the other side, so these people, essentially, they believed that the extreme ones, Allah does not know what's going to happen until you do it. Some of them used to say, Allah doesn't know what's going to happen until you do it. When you do it, then Allah knows it's happened. But before you do it, they used to say, Allah doesn't know what's going to happen. We seek refuge in Allah from this type of statement. Allah knows everything which is going to occur. So these people were misguided. On the other extreme, on the other side, then the group of people known as the Jabariya, these people, they say, everything is done by Allah. We do not have a choice in anything. We have no free will at all. We have no choice. Whatever the decree has written down, that's what we're just following up on. So that would therefore mean that the person who does righteousness and good, he is only doing it because it's decreed for him. And the person who does evil is only doing that because it's decreed for him. So upon what basis is the righteous one being given reward? And upon what basis is the evil one being punished? It would be injustice. Rather, Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah bear this in mind. We accept, of course, the four levels of the decree and that everything is by the will of Allah. But Allah has given us an ability to choose because a person has two characteristics in him. And if a person has two characteristics in him, then he is able to choose for himself. The characteristic of intent, intention. And the characteristic of ability. You have to have intention and ability. So when a person he intends, he intends in his mind that he wants to pick up the book. You make this intention in your mind, I want to pick up the book. Can you pick it up now? You need to have something else to be able to pick it up. Al-Qudrah. You need to have the ability. You need to be able to move your hand and pick it up. So you make the intention in your mind and then you have the ability to pick it up and remove it. 
What if you only had one of those two things? What if you had the intention, al-niyyah, al-iradah, you want to move the book, but your hands are broken, they are tied up, they have bandages. So how are you going to move the book now? You can't do it. So just having intention, you can't move the book. You need the intention and the ability. What if you have the ability, but you have no intention? I have the ability to pick up the book if I want, but I don't make the intention to do it. I don't want to do it. So now is the book going to get picked up? It's not going to get picked up because I don't make the intention. But if I make the intention and I have the ability, then I can do that. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us those two things. Allah has given us the intention. In your mind you can decide. And Allah has given us the ability. So if you have the intention and the ability, then you can decide what you want to do. So a person, he can decide in his mind and make the intention that I'm going to get up and I'm going to make wudu and I'm going to go to the masjid and I'm going to pray. And you have the ability. So you can go and do that. You can get up, you can make wudu, you can go to the masjid and you can pray. You have the intent in your mind and you have the ability physically to be able to do it. But these choices that you make of what you are going to do, Allah already knows what choices you're going to make. It is already known to Allah what choices you are going to make. But it is you who makes that decision and gets up and does it. You have that freedom. And that's what a person is accountable upon. Accountable upon what choices he makes. Whether he intends to do good and then carries it out. Or he intends to do bad and carries it out. That's why Allah said, وَمَا تَشَاءُونَ إِلَّا أَنْ يَشَاءَ اللَّهُ رَبُّ الْعَالَمِينَ You do not will to do something except that Allah has already willed it. So Allah has given us ability. And Allah has given us the intention. So you can choose to do good or you can choose to do bad. And everybody knows that. You can choose to get up and pray at the time of the prayer or you can choose to stay lying down and not get up. You make that choice. And upon that is what you will be accountable for. So this is the aqeedah of Ahl-Sunnah. That the choices you make, Allah knows already what choices you're going to make. But it is you who has the ability to do it. You have the ability to choose or you have the ability to not choose to worship. Choose to worship and get up or choose to stay there lazy and not do anything. And that's what you will be held accountable upon. Then the author says, وَتَعْلَمْ أَنَّمَا نَعْمْ وَلَا يَكُونُ فِي الْأَرَضِينَ وَلَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ إِلَّا مَا عَلِمَهِ Nothing can happen in the earths or in the heavens except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows about it. So everything is in the knowledge of Allah. Bearing in mind how big the heavens and the earth are. Consider how big the heavens and the earth are. It is mentioned that there are seven heavens. Seven heavens. وَالسَّمَاوَاتُ يَعْنِ هِيَ سَبْعٌ أَيْضًا الَّذِي خَلَقَ سَبْعَ سَمَاوَاتٍ طِبَاقًا Allah who created the seven heavens, the seven skies in levels. And similarly it says about the earth that they are mithluhunna. Same as that, so there are seven earths and there are seven heavens. And each heaven, each sky, between one to the next is the distance of 500 years. وَبَيْنَ كُلِّ سَمَاءٍ وَسَمَاءٍ مسافات كما في الحديث الذي يفيد أن بين السماء الدنيا والثانية خمسمائة عام 
وكذا بين السماء الثانية والثالثة 500 عام that there are a distance of 500 years between one level of the skies to the next level of the skies 500 years gap between one heaven to the next heaven and then from that to the next this is how great the heavens and the earths are yet Allah's knowledge encompasses all of that وَتَعْلَمْ أَنَّمَا أَصَابَكَ لَمْ يَكُنْ and know, have knowledge, be aware that whatever occurs to you, if something happens to you, then it was never going to miss you. If something occurred to you, then it was never going to miss you. It was going to occur to you. If it occurred to you, then it was going to occur to you. It wasn't going to miss you, it wasn't going to pass you by. كما في حديث ابن عباس رضي الله عنه قال احفظ احفظ الله احفظ الله يحفظك احفظ الله تجده تجاهك إذا سألت فاسأل الله وإذا استعنت فاستعن بالله واعلم أن الأمة لو اجتمعت على أن ينفعوك بشيء لم ينفعوك إلا بشيء قد كتب الله لك وإن اجتمعوا على أن يضروك بشيء لم يضروك بشيء إلا بما قد كتبه الله عليك أو إلا بشيء قد كتبه الله عليك رفعت الأقلام وجفت الصحف So in this narration it mentions in the narration of Ibn Abbas رضي الله عنهما Protect and guard over the rights of Allah and Allah will protect you Protect and guard over the rights of Allah the worship and the obedience, and you will find Allah in your aid and in your help. You will find Allah in your direction. And if you ask anyone, then ask Allah. And if you seek assistance, seek assistance from Allah. And know that if all of the ummah, if everybody got together to do something good for you, then they wouldn't be able to do it except if Allah had decreed it for you. And if all of the people got together to do something bad to you, then they would not be able to do that except if Allah had decreed that upon you. The pens have been lifted and the papers have dried. والحديث له روايات وفي بعضها وعلم أن ما أخطأك لم يكن ليصيبك وما أصابك لم يكن ليخطئك. And in another narration of this particular hadith, it says. And know that whatever occurs to you, it would not have missed you. And whatever misses you, it was never going to occur to you. So when a person realizes that, realizes that whatever didn't happen, you wanted something to happen, you wanted to do something, and it didn't work out for you. And it didn't happen. So you should be patient upon that and know that this was simply not decreed for you to happen at that time. Something you wanted, something you desired, and it didn't happen. So you know that this is the decree of Allah that it wasn't decreed for it to happen. Or something does happen to you. And it's something which you dislike. But you know that this is the decree of Allah and this is what was decreed was going to happen to you. So you are patient upon those affairs. Whether it is something you missed, something you wanted. Or whether it is something that occurs to you that you didn't want. Know that this is from the decree of Allah. If it happened to you, then it wasn't going to miss you. And if it missed you and it passed you by and you didn't get something, then it wasn't going to happen for you. It's the decree as it is written. Then, وَلَا خَالِقَ مَعَ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ The author says there is no other creator 
besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is no other creator besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. هذا رد على المجوس الذين يعتقدون أن للعالم خالقين. This is a refutation of the majus. Those who believe that there are two creators. They believe that there are two creators. The majus. How many do they believe there are? How many creators do they believe there are? No. The majus. Those people, how many creators do they believe there are? You didn't listen. Two creators. They believe that there are two creators. One who creates the goodness. The one who creates goodness and the one who creates badness. But is that true? It is not true. There is only one creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So within this, وَفِيهِ رَدٌ عَلَى الْقَدَرِيَّةِ الَّذِينَ يَقُولُونَ إِنَّ الْعَبْدَ يَخْلُقُ فِعْلَ نَفْسِهِ The ones who believe that the person creates his own actions. That is again a refutation of them. We do not create our own actions. Rather, Allah is the one who creates. فِيهِ رَدٌ عَلَى هَؤُلَاءِ الَّذِينَ سُمُّوا وَوُصِفُوا بِأَنَّهُمْ مُجُوسُ هَذِهِ الْأُمَّةِ So this Qadariyah, they were termed, they were known as the Majus of this Ummah. So this is a refutation of, upon them. فَلَا خَالِقَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى وَالْعِبَادِ فَاعِلُونَ اللَّهُ خَالِقُ وَالْعَبْدُ فَاعِلُ وَيُثَابُ وَيُعَاقَبُ عَلَى أَفْعَالِهِ وَعَلَيْهِ مَسْؤُولِيَّةِ أمام الله تبارك وتعالى في تصرفاته لأن الله منحه العقل والقدرة والإرادة والاختيار وحتى الحيوانات تفرق بين المضطر وبين المختار. So here the Sheikh Sheikh Rabi'ah, حفظه الله تعالى says there is no creator besides Allah. We do our actions and Allah is the one who creates. And we are the ones who do. And we are given the reward or we are held accountable and punished upon what we do. There is a responsibility upon us. In our actions, Allah has given us a mind and intellect and ability and intention and choice. And based upon that, then you will be held accountable or given the punishment or reward. Even the animals, then it will be judged between them. The one who was muttar, the one who was of no choice, and the one who was given the choice. Then the Shaykh says, what we mentioned the other side, Al-Jabariya, يقولون, إِنَّ الْعِبَادَ لَا فِعْلَ لَهُمْ لَا فَاعِلَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ فَقَدْ وَالْعِبَادَ لَا فِعْلَ لَهُمْ وَأَفْعَالُ الْعِبَادَ مِثْلُ حَرَكَةِ الْأَشْجَارِ الَّتِي تُحَرِّكُهَا الْرِيَاحِ مِثْلُ حَرَكَةِ الْأَوْرَاقِ وَمِثْلُ سَيْرِ الشَّمْسِ هَذِهِ مُسَخَّرَاتِ يعني أنها تتحرك بدون إرادة وبدون اختيار هذا كذب فإنه حتى الحيوانات تفرق بين الفعل الصادر عن اختيار والفعل غير, والفعل غير المختار They, the Jabariya, they say we have no choice in anything We are just like trees A tree when the wind blows, what happens to its branches and its leaves? They move. 
But is that because the tree makes an intention to move its branches and leaves? The tree does not make the intention to move its branches and leaves. The tree doesn't make itself move. It's just the wind. When the wind comes and it moves the tree. They say we are just like that. We have no choice in anything. We have no ability in anything. Whatever is decreed for us, we are just moved around like the tree is moved around in the wind. Or like when a leaf falls off a tree, where will it go? Which way? When the leaf falls from the tree, which way will it go? Whichever way the wind is blowing. If the wind is blowing that way, the leaf will go that way. If the wind is blowing the other way, the leaf will go the other way. They say we are just like that. Wherever the decree takes us, we just follow through. We don't have any choice. And that, like we've said, is incorrect. The belief of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah is that Allah has given us ability and Allah has given us choice and Allah has given us intellect that we are able to judge between the affairs and we are able to choose between the affairs. Yet Allah knows our choices and Allah knows what we are to do. But it is us who Allah has given us that ability to be able to do it. Allah creates and we are the ones who do. And upon that, we are then held accountable or we are given the reward upon what occurs. So that is regarding the affair of the decree. As Shaykh Rabia mentions towards the end of that topic, that this does not mean that a person can never be sad. You might say in that case, if you're supposed to be patient upon the decree all the time, then you can never be sad and you can never cry. You can never be grieved by anything. That is not the case. A person could be sad. A person could be grieved by something. He could be upset by something. He could be sad by something. That's possible. That a person may experience those emotions. And that does not negate patience. Being sad at something or maybe crying over the death of someone, it does not mean that you're not being patient. There are natural emotions that occur to a person at the time of grief or at the time of something saddening, like the death of a family member. So a person naturally experiences those emotions and they may be saddened by that affair. But even though they are saddened and they feel those emotions, they still control themselves and they are patient upon what has happened. They do not fall into haram, and they do not fall into a lack of patience. And niyaha, when they start screaming and shouting, why did it happen to me, and why did my family member have to die? When they start saying those types of things, now they are not being patient. But a person, if he cries, or he is upset at something of that type of incident, but he restricts himself and controls himself, and is patient and pleased with the decree of Allah, then he's still being patient even if he cries. The crying doesn't negate your patience. Just like it is mentioned about the Prophet Sallallahu It's mentioned that the Prophet he cried at the death of his son Ibrahim and similarly at the death of his grandson and similarly at the death of some of the martyrs Zayd ibn Thabit and Ja'far ibn Abi Talib and ibn Rawaha 
رضي الله عنهم فكان يخطب وعيناه تذرفان عليه الصلاة والسلام So he was giving the khutbah, talking to the people and his eyes, tears were coming out of them. فالقلب قد يحزن So the heart of a person may become saddened sometimes. وَالْحُزْنُ لَا يُنَافِ الرِّضَاءِ But being sad and grieving, it doesn't mean that you're not being patient now or satisfied and content with the degree. لَا يُنَافِ الصَّبْرِ قَطْعًا وَلَا يُنَافِ هَذَا كَذَلِكَ إِنْ شَاءَ اللَّهِ لَا يُنَافِ الرِّضَاءِ لَكِنَ السُّوفِيَّ يُعْطُونَ مَرْتَبَةَ الرِّضَاءِ فَوْقَ هَذِهِ فيقول فلان توفي ولده وكان يضحك وفرحان وكذا وكذا وهذا من دعواهم The Shaykh then explains about the Sufis how they exaggerate and how they fall into wrong However the patient one even if he feels some sadness even if he cries that doesn't mean that you're not being patient and it doesn't mean you're going against the decree of Allah as long as you control yourself and you're still restricting yourself and not going into haram then a person may experience sadness in his heart but you restrict yourself upon the obedience of Allah, upon patience, and that therefore does not negate that the person is being patient if he cries or feels sadness in his heart. That's what we'll conclude today. Next week, the new topic starts now, which is regarding the janazah prayer. The author is going to talk about certain issues regarding the janazah prayer. When a person dies, then how is the janazah prayer to be performed? How is that read? Then that is going to be explained next time. And then he goes on to mention other topics which will follow from that. So inshallah ta'ala next week at the same time 6pm. 6pm again next week inshallah. We'll carry on from that point. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een.